Hello there, and welcome to Tired Stags, a wonderful podcast where we talk about all the things that make deer sleepy. I'm Matt. I'm Joe. I'm Trevor. And today we're going to be talking about the common white-tailed deer present primarily in northeastern New England. There's a north... I'm not sure if... I'm not sure if that's that actual true? facts. That's just Maine. Yeah, I think you just lied. <laughs> just Maine? Yeah, yeah. Oh, northeast New England is just Maine, not deer only exist in Maine. Welcome to Tad Strange, a Gravity Falls podcast. Uh, today we're going to be looking at episode two of season two. <gasps> two, two. Into the bunker. That's like the thing I said earlier. We are all, you can't see it, but we are all wearing pretty pink tutus. I am. It's the truth. It's not a lie. It's also not mean. So what did you all think of this episode overall? Hooray. You also can't see, but I am (laughs) pumping both my fists in the air. (laughs) Did you just raise your hand on our podcast? (laughs) No, I'm I'm pumping both my fists in the air at the same time. uh, Like I'm like I'm cheering. He he responded visually to an audio format. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Yeah, he's giving God a fist bump about how good this episode was. Two fist bumps. Unless his hand is really big, in which case I would give him two and he would give me one. I think Mm. double fist bumping God is going to be the new EP I release on SoundCloud. That's a good title. What do you think, Trevor? Uh, wait, are we giving our grades here? Or are we just saying what we Sure. Liked? Oh, dude, actually, this is like, this is some A quality for me. Cool. I liked this. This might be my favorite enemy since Summerween. Oh, wait, you, you totally said that last episode. At mm-hmm. the end, you were like, the monster next is going to be scarier than the one from Summerween, more mm-hmm. mysterious than this one, more yeah. this than this one. That, that, that paid off. And this one didn't even eat Gorney. It he didn't eat anyone. I really wish Gorney would have appeared and it would oh have my eaten God. him. If he turned into Gorney. Oh, <gasps> that have been so good. No, this, Wait, this that means Gorney would have been in the... Phenomenal. Oh, that could have been great. Because then Gorney would have been in the journal mm. somewhere. Oh, my gosh. Ooh, That's probably how that. he survived a year in the pool. Yep. Because confirmed. of his monstrous qualities. Gorney's actually the real villain. Wow. <sighs> I mean, I'm, I'm down for that fanfic. And by fanfic, I mean season finale. Wait, did you say that's how he survived in the pool? That wasn't Gordy. That was Summer Gordy, his twin. <laughs> oh, shoot. I'm sorry. I forgot. That was Summer Gordy. Man, come on. We're yeah. trying to establish a cinematic universe here. Yeah. We okay. can have crossovers if our characters are all the same. That's not even a crossover. That's just one movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Gordy. <laughs> just Gordy. It's just Gordy. I'd watch that. Oops, all Gordy. <laughs> it's just him being perpetually afraid. I would watch that. <laughs> Perpetually more and more broken. Um, no. As far as grading goes, m- maybe it's because I knew the twist and I knew the monster um, and more so what was going to happen. I feel like this is like a B plus 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 episode for me. It yeah. doesn't grab me and it doesn't um, really reveal anything huge. I do like the relationship thing in this for the most part um but i I feel like it's a b plus 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 it's a really solid episode but it for whatever reason for me doesn't have that very particular gravity falls feels feeling yeah interesting i'd I'd give it an a minus um I, i think it was really good i don't remember watching this episode so the twist for me i i actually did write 
down weight is Wendy the shapeshifter now. Mm. She is called it. Oh, I wrote yeah, in like no, a tab totally, underneath that. I totally called that. Mm-hmm. Also, that was a reference at the end when they're like, Axe him. That's a reference to uh, the movie Face Off. Fun fact. Uh, because oh, two people shoot. are wearing each other's faces. Nick and Cage. Like, Who do I shoot? Who do I shoot? That's from that. <laughs> Nick Cage and John Travolta, yeah? Yeah. However, th- there were other twists. Um, at least one that I liked, um, not as like the main plot twist, but there's ways that you can introduce into a story like smaller twists um, that aren't the focal point, the kind of crescendo of the of the story. But they do serve to give a really, really cool take and a really. Yeah, twists that move the story forward. We've talked a lot about things having purpose in moving story forward and things that just have no purpose and are dead weight in episodes. I think that most of the things in here, whether that's a twist, um, a joke, uh, again, one-offs that become uh, punchlines, shoot, one-offs that become payoffs. That's my terminology. The one-offs that become payoffs. These are all things that move the story forward that um, exist in meaningful ways. I, I probably missed a few that are dead weight because mm-hmm. it's hard to make an entire thing without any dead weight. Um, any little little danglies hanging off the side, like when you when you make your burger and some of the the fats just kind of like dangling off the side when you scoop it, and you're like, why is that there? I don't really want that. I just want the burger. Yep, it's it's difficult to make. So, but overall, this is a pretty darn clean burger. Can you please just say dangle one more time? <laughs> danglies. Yeah, I just need to hear you say that again. Yeah, no problem. For, for me, I identified more the danglies, I think. Um, ah. There were a lot of jokes in this, and I think it was better than some previous episodes that have been a little bit dry, and it felt very much more Gravity Falls. Um, but this was getting a little bit towards that kind of gobblewonker style, just throw everything at the wall, and maybe something will stick. A lot more of the jokes hit in this one. Um, but a lot of the jokes were just kind of... Um, there there weren't as many one-offs that became payoffs um the only, there were a lot of funny jokes but can you recall any and i guess disprove me um any one-offs any jokes that became like serious things other than mabel's um freeze on freeze freeze on freeze yeah oh, well that's the one thing i was thinking that's of the okay. only one that <laughs> calls back to the episode like actually calls back to what's going on uh let's see Besides that, not really. I just ripped out a monster's tongue. <laughs> Technically, it was his tongue. Yeah, that that's a little confusing. Yeah, I don't... I understand shape-shifting, but I don't think a shape-shifter can split into two shapes. Yeah, well, maybe there was still already a different monster on there. There were the other broken um, containment pods. Maybe. So, nah, I like my theory better. Oh my he ripped out his own. And... Well, uh, he, he can shapeshift into things that are better at tunneling, but his original form, at the very least, is not quite a uh, tunnel-optimized uh, creature shape. True. True, true. I did feel like the, the overall premise of this episode is very straightforward and solid and is honestly just a good self-contained thing in the same way that um, like you get everyone into the... Uh, uh convenience store and then the entire episode takes place in there or you get everyone into is there another very self-contained episode um, kind of the yeah. previous one no 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 no, no what's his name in the mind oh um double dipper is one yep where all they're all in just the party in the shack. what's his name in the mind 
when they're in what's his name mind in uh Grunkle Stan's mind. Oh, that's right. Oh, in dinosaur in Grunkle Stan's mind. And there we go. And dinosaur. Yeah, yep. that's actually reminded me a lot of that episode. I There's eat my a- way out of a dinosaur. The Gravity Falls seems to be really good at having these. Basically, the more limits that are put on the story, the better stories that seem Ooh. to come out of it, which is really interesting. When they're given the whole town to run around in or an entire lake to boat around, sometimes it gets wishy-washy and you kind of lose focus. Yeah. Um, but this, even though there were some kind of deadweight jokes, they weren't uh, holding the entire thing back. It didn't break the flow at all of the narrative. They just kind of said them and then kept going. Um, and just kind of riffed off of each other. It was almost like you had a bunch of improv comedians going through a like escape room. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There that. we go. Also, I really want to see that as a TV. Um, I'd like to try to give a one minute synopsis if if uh, that makes a sense. We talked a lot about what the yeah. Uh, give me a sign up for your sinuses. Um, so beginning of the episode, we have Dipper and Mabel hanging out. Dipper still got a crush on Mabel, big old crush. Um, um, um well, um, no, no. Nope, that's not the wrong Mab- way. Not Wendy. Mabel, not Mabel. Nope, there that's, we go. That's not Should I just stop now? Universe. I'm going to keep going anyways. Yeah, no, please stop. You've been to the darkest parts of the web. You are not watching what we Dipper think has a crush watching. on no, Wendy. Everything, all that stuff say, happens. Everything you say is canon. Awesome. No. Um, no, I'm saying that you have that power. Don't abuse it. Oh, oh, excellent, excellent, most excellent. Um, so Dipper is going to try to confess his feelings to Wendy. Doesn't instead invite her to an adventure. Um, they go out on the mystery hunt, find an underground bunker. Uh, Mabel finds out that Dipper still has a big old crush on Wendy. She shoves them both in a closet so that they can Dipper can confess his feelings. Doesn't let him out. Turns out to show them into a much larger area where they meet someone who they think is the author. Turns out to be a shapeshifter who was one of the experiments. They get chased. They lose the journal. They get the journal back. Uh, Dipper ends up confessing his feelings inadvertently to Wendy, but also on purpose. Um, and they get out, recapture the shapeshifter experiment, and get out of the underground bunker, and happy day resolution. Nice. Hey, this one shape the shapeshifter took that I didn't understand. Did you guys the, um, catch that? The, like, ash person thing? Yeah, he looked kind of like creepy Groot. Like Groot yeah. was yes. mixed with Slender Summerween. Man. Oh, Groot Summerween Slender Man. But like it wasn't even Gravity Falls art I'm style. guessing it was a random thing in the that they had shown in the journal in yeah, an earlier clip. Because that's a lot of the things that he was taking. It's possible that it is a reference to another show or something. Because it doesn't Maybe. look Gravity Fallsy. So I'm wondering yeah. if he was just like, haha, check it out. Looked very so it looks very non. Um, is that gravity? Falls. So in the introduct the title sequence, there's the part in the woods where things are like flashing. Is that a creature? I'm I'm trying to remember like looking, looking into it or having you telling me about it, Joe. Is there a creature in that scene? Oh yeah, no, it's Bigfoot. Okay, it's Bigfoot in that scene, so it's not yeah not the same for okay, like okay, one okay. frame. Gotcha. Ooh, yo, Chadley, watch out! We're about to get into this episode. <laughs> The I that was very rich and very gravity falls in the sense that everything in that bad movie mm-hmm. was intentional. Yep. And yep. 
like intentionally adding to the joke all the names were off oh no he's eating my face a good enough picture was was the uh like uh company production company name it's It's amazing uh, yeah no i love it when that happens their tv spots are just incredible anytime they show up yeah Um, and i think you mentioned this uh last season how um uh woo creator boy alex hirsch Hirsch and his sister i believe would make fun of tv spots like growing up and make make commercial like completely do goofs so a lot of that comes out of um just them growing up and making fun of things together which i absolutely love and it really gives a cool source um and a really better understanding and being like Oh, this is really cool. This is where it comes from in in real life. So I I like it a lot. Yeah. They also spent, um, I think, summers or at least a a bunch of time with their great aunt who insisted that they call her Gronty. (laughs) And that's where Grunkle Stan comes from. What? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, they would would hang out with their Gronty. I forget her name. Ethel. And they would watch. That's exactly what I was going to (laughs) say. And they would watch bad TV and make fun of it. Oh, that is rich. And. Alex would run around trying to find like secret codes and everything. And that was their childhood. And so he basically said, I want to give kids a taste of like my childhood and give them the same sense of wonder that I had as a kid. And that's why he made gravity falls. And that's the mystery of gravity falls. Glad you guys tuned in. Uh, (laughs) We'll catch you next uh, series. I really hope Gronti is the uh, author. Mm. Oh no. (laughs) We did get some info. Um, the uh, his name is F. Yeah, yeah. Property of F. That was that cool. Can be, that it can actually be property of Frendo, <laughs> and then his real name. Oh, because everyone's my Frendo. Aww, Frendo Gronti. Gronti Frendo. <laughs> Isn't that the one from the one? I don't the, think there's a single yeah. character in Gravity Falls that we know by their proper name that has an F in it. I'm trying to um, think. Seuss. Mm. That's, no, his, oh his my gosh. Jesus. Jesus Garcia, I think. Yeah. Um, that part where Mabel makes a rhyme <laughs> at the beginning when they're intro and like, like Mabel says something clever and rhymes with her name, yep, yep. Uh, how she's ready to go in and, and do mysteries. And then Zeus tries it and stumbles over his words and says, oh, that, that didn't work out real good. That's can, when you need a Seuss. Can that be like the new intro for our podcast? Because I feel like that's that's 100%. most of what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Stumbling over words, yeah. saying that Dipper has a crush on Mabel, and then continuing. Well, you said it again. Now well, the I didn't are say it. I said us. that I said Man. it. Well, you're right. Yeah, the witches are after you two. I'm fine. I have sinned not at all in our entire... <laughs> wow, okay. Well, now the Vatican's after you. Mm, yeah, no, that's fair. There we go. I'll fight the Vatican, you fight the ghosts, or we can get them to fight each other. Or we can get them to fall in love. Aww. Aww. That'd be cute. And forget about us. Don't you. Exactly. Oh, yep, that'll be the song at like <laughs> as the credits me. go. While like, they're walking off into the horizon, and we're just sitting in like a post-apocalyptic hellscape where this battle has been fought yeah yeah and we're just like what happened don't you we got to get the rights to that though um so speaking of (laughs) mysteries 
and shacks. How did especially Trevor? Because I think yeah, Matthew knows a little bit more, but especially mm-hmm. Trevor. Um, how did this feel as far as like uh, the the singular mystery inside of this episode, the grand mystery in all of Gravity Falls? Um, I think it felt pretty good. It reminded me of the episodes I like. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. And I, I've mentioned it before, and we touched a little bit earlier how gravity falls is an everything town and they have everything in it and they're really they're really bad when they're trying to showcase everything but really good when they zoom on zoom in on like one thing Mm. so this is zooms into one thing it calls back to episode one you know what i mean because they're back at the tree yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. i meant to mention that um because i didn't get that when i first watched this episode that it's the same tree where where he found he got the journal from yeah for the first time so it's a callback to episode one Go go over that one more time. He leans against the tree and switches something, and then it opens out of a rock. Oh, right when when he he's walking through the woods, and yeah, the tree opens, yeah. and he grabs a journal out of it. Is it the tree, or does he, it open in the ground? To, no, he's trying to put up um, flyers, and then yeah, he yeah, hits yeah. a metal panel. Like I just hit my headphones. Yep, and then um, it opens up, and it has a little button, and he pushes the button, and then something goes and like a rock there. moves out of the ground. Yeah, the rock shifts okay. and yeah. inside of it. It was buried, the, for, exactly. the third journal. Yeah. But that's okay, okay, okay. it. That's cool. Um, I liked the like little traps in the beginning. I thought that was cool. When like they go there, they get stuck in the room. Mm. And they get Sweet. punched in the other room. Oh, yeah. I like how it constantly flows and progresses without having to be forced to flow and progress. Like, yeah, where's really the true. light switch? Decontamination complete. And it opens the new door. Like, that's cool. Yep. I like that kind of stuff. Yep um one one thing is the beep boop i'm a robot because it's a metal that made no closet. sense and it was painful. that made no sense at all and i didn't like it and well, it that hurt me i was that like hurt a lot. look at this metal that, closet beep confused. boop i was like what i don't other than that it progressed really nicely yeah um, um one thing they wow we all missed opportunity. at the same time we're the best one more time is... one two three um, um, one maybe missed opportunity is that they never played up um, the idea of the monster escaping into like the the world. That was never a threat. Yeah, I was kind of expecting one of them at the end. You know what I mean? Doing like the the turn mm. wink kind of thing. Like oh wait, <laughs> accidentally. Like I thought the way they would end it. I don't like his monologue at the end. You'll never find the author, and you'll look like this. Like I thought that was kind of lame. I was kind of expecting him to take one of their shapes, get pushed in, and then freeze in that shape. Then when you get out, you see that, like, character Mm. turn and wink at the camera, and it's like, Mm. oh, wait, what? So, like, there's that Mm. possibility maybe it's actually the shapeshifter. Yeah. They do mention it once. Like, what if it gets out? But, like, they also... Yeah, it was never a serious threat. I understand its goal was to, like, take the shape of other things, but why? Like, what's its actual goal? I don't know. It's just kind of there. Yeah. It reminds me of the thing from the, well, the movie The Thing. Have you ever seen <laughs> ah, The Thing? Yes, Do you yes, know the yes, premise? Yes. Shapeshifting alien crashes in the Arctic. Uh, yeah. This group's up there doing like I think they're doing weather or something like there's something like that. Um, Here's one of them, Billy Crystal, the with the weather from the Arctic. Yeah, essentially that's what it is. Um, but it reminded me of that, and that was cool. I wish they played into it a little bit more. It would have been cool to have a little like maybe like a runaround scene. Would have been funny, 
they go from funny to serious, like almost like a Scooby Doo around scene. Like you're opening mm-hmm. doors, and it's like, wait, is this yeah. you? Is that you? The person's behind you, and you open a door, it's like Grunkle Stan or something stupid like that. It's like, wait, that's sad, yeah. <laughs> but that would that would give away way too much because I mean, he would have had seen Grunkle Stan. Yeah, I. Yeah, there there were a lot of things they could have pursued, but I'm I'm almost glad they didn't because then they yeah. didn't mess. They didn't go too far in any yeah, of those directions. Yeah, didn't push it beyond what it had to be. Yep. So. so it was a really solid episode um, for Miu is not necessarily anything super special, if that yeah. makes sense. Other than a, just a good. It's a good episode. It progresses the overall plot yeah. a little bit yep. more, at least more than last episode. And last episode, I made it very clear. I didn't like that. We came mm-hmm. back to season two and they were just like, now here's some filler. And I was like, yeah. why? <laughs> like, nobody yeah. cares about this. Yep. So can we talk about the, uh, like, categorization of the plot like we've done before with A plot, B plot, Seuss plot, et cetera plot? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Seuss plot has um, become the smartest scientist. I'm, yes. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's not a huge part, but I guess we can squeeze in a little bit of Seuss plot of, it's a, it's of character finding development. stuff. It is a little character. He's yeah. a cool science man now. <laughs> he has a lab coat. And, and um, I think it relates to how you talk about um, the plot moving forward and things not being weighed down um, is when they have a good defined A plot, B plot. And they're relatively simple and straightforward in a similar way that the location is relatively simple and straightforward. You're in one place underground. You're not all over the place. We have one A plot of uh, exploring an underground bunker to try to find the author, but end up finding one of the experiments a shapeshifter mm-hmm. and all that a b plot of dipper's crush on wendy um and i think that's mostly it other than the seuss scientist plot well the there's one mabel oh, go ahead which is b plus one because it just progresses the b plot oh yeah i b would sub mabel yeah i would almost say that um, a, a defining feature of an a plot, a plot, b plot thing is switching back and forth. Like every five minutes or something, you go and you reach a high point in the a plot, and then you swap over to the b plot, and then you reach a uh-huh. high point in the b plot, and then you swap over to the a plot. With this, there's no switching back and forth. Um, it seems like one coherent story or two coherent stories just being told simultaneously. It's almost parallel plot, like an yeah. a one, a two. Um, more than an A versus B. So I I honestly feel like we just have the one A plot, plot and Seuss plot. Or Seuss, or Seuss and Mabel yeah. plot. Yeah, I because guess. Because you guess have so. the one cut back to them where like she plays around with the psh, 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 freeze on freeze and that's it. Yeah. So it, it's maybe that's um, a little bit of why this episode just felt weird to me. Not bad weird, but just different um is is that there really wasn't that there's no side plot oh and yeah. i didn't really notice uh-huh. that the whole time which means that the main plot yeah. takes up all of the time of the episode I, I completely agree there's no cutaway um it also didn't feel necessarily like it dragged on too long either i really should have been keeping track of timestamps, but i guess i was just enjoying myself too much but <laughs> it it very much you go into the lab, you have a couple traps, you get to the area. You like rev- you find the author at like the midpoint, but you know that something else has to be happening because you're only halfway through the episode. 
And then you have the reveal that, oh, he's the monster. And then, like, straight out of there, they don't waste any time. There's no dead time whatsoever. They go straight to fighting the monster and then defeating the monster. And then they talk about their feelings. Yeah. And it it just keeps moving in a really good way that doesn't feel rushed. And it doesn't feel bogged down at all, which Mm -hmm. was really impressive. Yeah, I... You know how I like to liken story to Dungeons & Dragons? Yeah. This is a very good Dungeons & Dragons dungeon. Definitely. I might just rip Mm -hmm. it off one time. Yeah, (laughs) it's really good. You have your entrance, your traps, your setup, uh, the clues that hint that there's something more here, uh, your progression through secret doorways into a chamber where you get your first look at a secret glance at the boss. You have your twist. And then you have your ending, which goes back to everything you figured out in the first room. So it's a really good setup. It's a very good, just straight-driven story. Yep. You hand your players all the tools they need to succeed, and then just sit back and wait for them to unravel your mystery and torture their minds with your word art. Word art. And then have them resolve the conflict in a way that you completely did not plan for. Like, you set them up with the freeze chamber in the room, and they're like, we're gonna throw this guy into a black hole that I have in my pocket. (laughs) What? Like, let's use the water to do something. Oh, yes! Yes! Oh, gosh. I guess that got him wet, and then he could get frozen. Was that the idea? I think it was to push they him were, back into the room, I think they were going to spray him into there. They were going to use the, okay. the force of it to push yeah, him but, in. But yeah, they didn't but mention didn't anything about the freeze chamber. Mm. They did show at the very beginning um, Wendy noticing the H2O pipe. I don't know if y'all caught that at all, but that just as just they were means... like right after the the uh, author got revealed. Oh, oh okay, like, okay. The camera was just panning. And following them walking, and she was just like, oh, look, a pipe. Nice. Also, Wendy like, becomes like Sigourney Weaver in friggin' Alien in uh, this episode. Pretty great. Pretty great. Yeah. yeah, I liked it. I was about that. Before you exhale that breath, um, I can talk about <sighs> a few of the... Oh, my gosh. I said before. <laughs> Couldn't you just hold it for another, like, I don't know, two and a half minutes? <laughs> Wow, this this podcast is failing because of your short breath span. That's the T. Okay, keep going. Wait. <laughs> no, uh, Don't worry, the memers out there will get it. <laughs> references and tropes from, uh, especially from other movies that are iconic for either bringing the trope to um, a way that everyone remembers or those kinds of things. So uh, I picked up on two. Um, the rune room that was... Uh, Compressing it on them reminded me of the uh, trash room in Star Wars: A New Hope. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, definitely. R two shot off all the compressors in yep. sub basement level, la la la, etc. Yep. That's what it reminded me of directly. Um, additionally, the end scene of the shapeshifters' defeat um, reminded me very much of Independence Day: the alien against the glass speaking. Oh yeah. Um, mm. So that was what that reminded me of, of at least, and. I figured I could mention it, see if you guys noticed anything else, because Gravity Falls is really great for its um, references to tropes, especially making them in a way that is very similar to the movies that they are most iconically known for. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. Uh, we, 
I mentioned Face Off already, and yes. The yes. Thing yep. and Alien, which are all in here in different parts. Yep. Um, it's a very alien feeling yeah. thing to a degree. They don't play it up a ton, um, but in in certain scenes, like the the shadowy reveal, like original Alien film, that's all you see for like the first almost all the movie yeah. is just kind of its shadow and its movement and its sounds and things like that. And then there's the big mm. reveal. Um, sp- speaking kind of of the big reveal, the, the monster itself isn't that scary. Um, but, uh, but there is, there is some nightmare fuel. No. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. I don't so, want to talk about this. Too late. We're here. I'm closing my eyes and leave. have my hand over my face, but all I can see is it beneath my eyelids. Should I be one or... Should I be the other? Why not both? Yeah, no, that is unnecessary. Oh, oh, oh my gosh! That was rich. That was that was a thing. No, that was the thing. It's terrifying. I would I would rather uh, call back to the tankipede when he turns into like this giant centipede <laughs> millipede thing, and then it rolls up and just spins yep. away. The yep. tankipede. Is- the tankipede is way better than Whipper. Okay. Oh, Whipper. You Whipper's mean, a good one. No, it's not. Because her name's Dang Mabel. it, wrong one. I'm always going to. Oh, you're right. Way too much of the Wable, yeah, fiction. that's right. Wable? No. Dable. Dable Mipper. Dagon? Dable and Mipper. Dagon. Um, so, yeah, that whole transforming into the Dipper Mabel combo, that was cut from the uh, the Disney airing of it. Really? Um, I wonder yeah. why. Along with Sue saying, good luck sleeping tonight. Nice. Um, and the slime dripping from the shapeshifter. Oh, but uh, not the joke about Dipper watching porn. No. That made it into the final cut. Yeah. Well, it could be creepy because he's looking up all these mysteries. Yeah, that's not what they're referencing. Mm, I don't. <laughs> also, the, the part where Dipper sinks an axe into Wendy's chest. Yeah, about yeah that. that's pretty good. Yeah, midsection. Mi- yeah, it's midsection. Like yes, but... That was like that. Yeah. That got cut for yeah. obvious reasons. What did, what did they um, like replace because it? Because Disney was like, "Okay, you guys can come back," and they started doing this crap. Oh, I apologize. <laughs> um, when sorry, when it airs on the Disney Channel, it does that. When it's on Disney XD, it, they show everything. Nice. Oh yeah, nice. Doesn't care. It's yeah. a cable thing. Yeah, but oh my gosh, like. It it doesn't it's not pushing crazy far, but compared to some other What about when uh what about when he rolls over on Wendy's bed and lands on top of her bra? Dude, you're laying on my bra. Yeah, that was That's cut great. Too. Can we talk That's about how great. weird that is? A little bit. See, I think that it just reinforces the uh friends aspect that they're just friends. Yeah. Is what that reinf- it reinforces really to me far. at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I actually really do like the approach kind of to this um, whole relationship sort of thing. Um, the the fact that Dipper knows that it's never going to work, but he can't stop feeling feels. Yeah. And then, like, even after everything is supposedly resolved, like, it's, it's interesting. That's the most... Um, feelsy feels i said the feelsy feels were missing from 
this episode. Oh, and I, yeah, yeah, I still yeah. agree a little bit because mostly Gravity Falls is about like you love your family and that's the feel you feel yeah, that you get. Yeah, that's um, true. And this was a little different, but this was mostly, still, oh look, Mabel's abusing Dipper again. Oh well yes, that's yeah. true. <laughs> um but then like it it kinda hurt. Did you like, guys I you guys caught the whole metaphorical he runs from his problems thing? Like, he he said, runs... I'm gonna find another way out. Yeah, because <laughs> all he has to do is talk to her, and I'll find another yeah. way out. Yeah. <laughs> that was really good. I actually really liked that. It was amazing. Oh my gosh. Okay, scarier than Dipper Mabel combo. Dipper without a vest. Mm. Ooh, yeah, I wasn't ready. Uh, that was weird. Uh, that was weird. I forgot that he wore a vest. I thought it was just his extra arms that he never uses. Exactly. That's pretty pretty frightening. Um, so let's let's talk about the the I guess shelter that's constructed. Um, there's number one, 1985, written on a box. Um, and then so there was U two and plot music still on MTV. MTV. Oh, bowling for soup. Ouch. Nineteen. Um, so <laughs> as best I can tell, the shelter was selected then, and then you had like foodstuffs. For until like 2060 yeah um so and this this is definitely the author's bunker because he wrote about it so uh-huh. what we know from this episode is that he was expecting the, the end of the world and in 1985 yeah and it never did instead so what he, was supposed to happen i can't tell you (laughs) (laughs) no i had to figure it out early but like he was i would guess it has to do with a giant machine under the mystery shack probably probably if that's that's the only thing we've been shown if that's not just that's true we don't know that yeah so um there's maybe a lot of questions if if the author is still Lord around, like in, twelve. There's no oh, way. Oh, what, what if he was always twelve? Unless he's an immortal. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Immortal there you Gideon. Go. So, if the author is still hiding in Gravity Falls, um, that really he would be a very like broken man, if that makes sense. Because like he built up to this whole thing and nothing ever happened. Is it because and he's then a bucket? Then he apparently gave up. Could be McGucket. Oh, snap. Um, He's broken. You know who else is broken? Most of the other people in Gravity yeah, Falls. You know what else I is broken? Wendy's house. I don't think it's McGucket, and I his don't name, think it's But his name is actually... Fred McGucket. Yeah, but I don't think it is. <laughs> I also okay. don't think we've met him. Okay. If I'm being Ooh. serious. I don't think he went insane. I mean, that's okay. just like my where I'm seeing it from right now. Also, if he, like, if McGucket knew all these, I mean, if McGucket was the crazy, like, author guy yeah and he uh-huh. knew all these things right mm-hmm. then why in the world did he help um little gideon build a giant death robot to destroy gravity falls because <laughs> besides the fact he's crazy i don't i don't think it's him mm. i honestly think it's a character we haven't met yet but Orange. i mean i don't know so yeah well we have nine more episodes till we find out and we're going to watch all those right now. Let's go. Yeah. I think that basically wraps up everything we wanted yeah, this, to talk about. That um, pretty straightforward. 
We talked about the the horror aspect of it. Um, we talked about the references to all kinds of other movies. We talked about the relationship that uh, revealed in this episode and and really kind of worked through. Um, the one thing we haven't talked about is our favorite jokes. Favorite jokes. Favorite jokes. Favorite favorite jokes. Favorite jokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite joke? Um, so I sort of have a, I, okay, I didn't really pick one out. Mm-hmm. Um, cause a lot of this episode was story. Yeah. Even though there were all the, there were legitimate good laughers in there. Um, I think, so there is a favorite joke, but I want to save it for like my cool outro line, okay. you know, the thing that we always do. Sure. Uh, we can do super that. cool part. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I will pick up a joke from the beginning that I thought part of was bad, but the not bad just a tiny bit extended the grunkle stan bribing the insurance construction guy (laughs) like i think the i'm winking under my eye patch was a little overplayed Mm -hmm. but the whole stuffing cash in his pocket Mm -hmm. yeah i'm good with that (laughs) that was good i liked i liked that a lot i think my favorite was uh (laughs) wait maybe i am the shapeshifter maple inspect my shape (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> that was really good no. that was really good <laughs> that was really good i think we had very solid um either like b plus or just like a seuss in this episode yeah. he didn't get a ton of screen time but he was he was pretty seuss yeah but there was no awkward uh seuss that he isn't really that character that we've seen before where yeah. seuss acts not either as much extremely yeah, stupid in a few or points whatever. it got almost to that but not quite um he he didn't get a super cool i'm also a useful character moment um other than accidentally getting the briefcase but that doesn't really count normally in good (laughs) seuss episodes he gets a point where like he's actually useful or he like gives actual like wisdom and help like the 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 pinball i believe he was really useful in yep um yep um stuff like that and in this one that was lacking but again it, it didn't push it too far into the like he's just a jokey jokey character yeah other than the well but the jokes were still good. Like, my favorite my joke shape. is definitely him trying to rhyme his name. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery sistery. Oh, oh, he just trips over his words for a while. Oh, but he still commits. To yeah. the it's beautiful. Just it's like beautiful. we've committed to ending this episode. Murder. Oh no. Oh, we didn't. We didn't do that. No. No. Okay, now you got the ghosts and the Vatican and the police after you. No, not again. You can do you can do the outro now. It's outro time. Wait, I'm just supposed to say the only part of the outro that it gets said. But wait, who's doing the wait, outro? I, also, hi guys, are we in a huddle? Hey. <laughs> yeah, I we're pulled, in a huddle right I, now. I pulled right. you guys over here so we could talk about the outro. What? I thought Matt had an outro prepared. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I didn't have an entire outro. Said, hey, I just had this really line sweet for... No, just I had like one line. Oh, yeah, that's an outro. You're like, okay, uh, okay, uh, okay. Th- ready, ready. Thank you, everyone. Okay, no, let's go. Let's, let's go back. Oh, to okay, the, okay, out of the house. Let's go out of the One, two, three, break. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with all the great golf war. Oh, that's such a good episode. I'm super pumped and excited to see you there. But as always, I've been Joe. Oh, I've been oh, Matt no. and still am. Uh, Trevor, ever, ever, whatever. And Bye. thanks for listening. <laughs> Don't be itchy, man. <laughs> <laughs>